Hello, everybody. I did it. I I know I know you didn't you didn't know if it was gonna happen, but I did it. I uh, I got rid of them. <laughs> I kicked them out. I booted them. I sent them back to South America. Um, I I got rid of Salo. Um, I I, cu- I couldn't do it anymore. I couldn't I couldn't uh you know enter the podcast <laughs> every single time. With chaos, utter disappointment. Um, it, I, I, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't take it. My heart was giving out. Um, I was, I was losing me. You know, like I was losing myself. So I had to make the executive decision of uh, allowing him time off for family issues. And so, uh, yeah, I, I feel, I feel calm, deep here right 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 here in the center you know um but i could be confusing that for sadness i, I don't know um <clears throat> emotions they're they're weird they're complex thing. they're very very, very complex. complex i i don't i don't understand them um it, it's it's weird like how like you can love and hate at the same time no it's not no it's not that's how i feel about dead by daylight no but the, like <laughs> Like, 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 really think about it, because, like, love, right? Mm-hmm. It's a very intense, it is very intense emotions towards someone. Powerful. And hate. Very intense emotions towards someone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're both four-letter words mm-hmm. that end with E. They're basically the same word. Or, you know what you could do? You could replace hate with loathe. That way they sound the same. That, yeah. Yeah. That way you never yeah. know which one you went with. I love you. I love you. Yeah. 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 It's up for interpretation, you know. Like like I love to hate you. I I hate to love you and ultimately I love the fuck out of you. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> Hi everybody. For... <laughs> oh yeah, by the way, I'm Brett. Uh that's Daniel. I'm I'm and, Daniel. Uh, and we're beyond us. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're uh we're down a man, but we'll get we'll get through it. We'll get through it. No, we won't. No, we won't. No, nah, it's like, true. Uh, on, honest, honestly, we're probably going to cut this in about five minutes. Yep. Um, yep. It's going to be the shortest one. But but hey, episode 10. It's a nice little milestone. Hey. It's a nice yeah. little milestone. You know. So. Out here. So I guess it's, my, it's episode 10. We should start with something happy, not something sad. So let's start with something happy. For those of you following us on social media. I thought I did. Wait a minute. No, just shut the fuck up. Not just talk. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. We are officially uploading content on TikTok. If you are a TikTok user, if you're not, please do not fall into the trap that is TikTok. You will never find your way out. But if you're already, if you're already there. <laughs> the weird part where we tell you to like watch our content but at the same time not watch our content don't watch it if you're not already there but if you're already there you might as well go ahead over to our page and suffer with us um we are uploading uh on tiktok now we uploaded i think 10 clips from the last episode um we're gonna try and get good clips from each episode going forward and upload them um so that you can get little funny snippets to send to your friends to try and encourage them to watch each episode um, so yeah, TikTok is officially a place where you can watch little, little portions of our, uh, our episodes going forward. 
So I just wanted to let we'll everybody just be know. Be uploading that. this whole episode to TikTok. Uh, we will not be uploading this whole episode to TikTok. That is a lie. <laughs> that is a bold faced lie. TikTok has a ten minute uh, maximum per video, uh, and our episodes average at an uh, hour and thirty. I am not uploading 13 10 minute videos to TikTok. Yeah, but we're we're coming up on when we're out of content to talk about. Because it's just the two of us. So. Oh, I mean, I got a couple things. Fine, Daniel. What would you like to talk about today? Um. Well, see, he doesn't know. He doesn't know. He's not ready. He's not prepared. He ain't got nothing. Well, I he got nothing to say. I wasn't expecting to be asked like that. Let's start with this one. <laughs> so read me your list. All right. So this one actually makes me really excited. So I think this is really cool. So for those of you who are football fans and have been playing the Madden games over the past however many years, you should know who Madden is named after. Legendary coach John Madden. At the end of last year, John Madden passed away. John Madden hasn't been on the cover of an NFL game since the year 2000. That is changing this year. John Madden will be on the cover of Madden 23, but not only will he be on the cover of Madden 23, he will be on the cover of all three editions. It is the first time Madden has had special editions of the game that will still have the same person on each version of the game. Which is super exciting to me, because usually you have like an MVP edition... And it has like the MVP of last season, and then you've got the regular version, and blah 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 blah. This year, all three editions, deluxe, ultimate, and base level, will have three different versions of a picture of John Madden on the cover to commemorate the, the one of the greatest coaches to ever live. And I think that's really exciting. And on on top of that, there, you can't get the Madden curse. That's true because he's he's already gone. Yeah. Uh, cause I mean, the Madden curse is real. Like, I don't care what people say. That curse is real. Um, if y'all don't know about the Madden curse, we're not going into it. It's too dangerous. You can look it up yourself. It is dangerous, but it's real. Um, and then I only got one other thing to talk about in the world of football. So we might as well go ahead and get it out of the way. Um, it. it saddens me to talk about this. Um, the Cowboys running back when I first started watching football uh, back in the early 2000s, Marion Barber III, he passed away a couple days ago. Um, a week before he would have turned 39. Uh, he was very young. Um, he passed Damn. away. Um, they found <laughs> out, they found him in his apartment during a wellness check, which tells me that it was either... Drug-related or by his own hand. I don't know. The details haven't come out. Um, but it's very sad. Um, the, uh, people knew that he was in a dark place. People knew he was in a rough patch. Last year, Des Bryant, a close friend of his, even said that he was spiraling. Um, and people didn't take it seriously. And it's very sad. Um, because he was the first running back I remember watching football. Um, and he... I say this without joking, and I know this is going to sound like a weird sentence. Marion Barber 
also nicknamed Marion the Barbarian for good reason. He had the greatest two-yard rushing play in the history of professional football. I know that sounds like a really weird thing to tout, but I promise you, it was the greatest two-yard rush Mm -hmm. of all time. And if anybody doesn't believe me, look it up on YouTube. Look up Marion Barber, greatest two-yard rush. It was from their own eight-yard line, and he started with the ball basically in the end zone and shed nine tackles in the end zone to get to the 10-yard line. It was the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my life. He He avoided seven safeties. It was insane. It was the most amazing two-yard rushing play in the history of professional football. I promise you, if if anybody doesn't believe me, look it up. It was the greatest, it was the greatest rushing play that didn't matter ever. Um, I I always find it so ballsy when they, like... When you run run the ball that close to the end zone? Yeah, I, I, like, I, I never understand it. Yeah. Um, and, and I hear like announcers, and they're just like in agreement, like, "Oh yeah, and, you know, just just run the ball, so, get it out of there." I'm just like, I nah, think I, I say just. I think part of it is because because pass plays take a couple seconds to develop, and you're always risking a sack. I think that's part of it. Whereas a rushing play, you have the advantage of already being in motion towards the line. I suppose I, I feel like you have the advantage of like if. If shit hits the fan, the quarterback can still just throw the ball away. If he or can if get he, out of the pocket. Like, Otherwise, oh, it's yeah, a grounding yeah, from yeah. that spot. And if you get caught grounding in the end zone, that's a safety. Yeah. That's the risk. The other thing is, if if you try to run the ball outside, yeah, that's dangerous because then you got to sweep. But if you just try and run the ball straight at the line, the worst thing that happens is you lose a yard. If you're eight yards out, who cares? <laughs> the problem is that's if you're eight yards. Yeah, out. right. If if you if you're on the the two the one yard line, right. Um, but yeah, so uh, the man responsible for genuinely the greatest two yard rushing play in the entire history of pro football, and I say that with utter confidence. He uh, he passed away a few days ago. Um, that brings me a lot of sadness because he was genuinely the first running back I can remember watching play for my favorite team. And from anyone I can remember, um, everyone that has talked about him in the days since he's passed, no one has had a bad thing to say about him. No one. Everyone has said nice things, said he was a good person to be around, um, that he had far too short of a career. He only played seven years, um, and six of them were for the Cowboys, and then he played one for the Bears. Um, so I just I wanted to acknowledge Marion Barber uh, the third. Uh, I hope his family can find some peace. Um, and I just, uh, it, it just makes me sad. That's all. And that's, that's actually something you, you tend to hear a lot. Um, I mean, obviously we don't know exactly what happened. But, right. Um, in situations where somebody's going through a lot of mental turmoil, they take their life, stuff like that. You hear from the people around them how great of a person they were they like were. yeah how yeah how great of a person they were how they were so wonderful to be around how they were like 
a joy in life, but that's just what they project out to people. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not how they're living their life yeah. on a day to day basis. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing. The saddest people want everyone around them to be happy. Yeah. And I think the perfect example of that was Robin Williams. Absolutely. I mean, Robin Williams made everyone around him feel happier than possible. But he was beyond depressed. So I think he is a perfect example. And that's why I, I, I always reinforce everyone should always just check in on their friends, check in on their family. I think it's important. Just check in. What is, how yeah. do, It doesn't hurt. What is what is five minutes out of your day to just text someone or call someone and just say, hey, how you doing? How you feeling? How are things? If you don't have that time, then you're not as good a friend as you thought you were. And and I get like not everybody's going to open up. No, not everybody no. is and, going and to. At the like, end of the day, that's not going on. on. No, but but well, you asking could be the one thing they needed. Yeah, it could be the one and, and, the one and, thing. You know, it might be the umpteenth time that you've asked them if they're all right, mm-hmm. but that might be that time that, that straw that, that breaks the camel's like, back. Yeah. Yeah. They're just like, no, no, I'm not. not I need okay. to talk. Yeah. So check on your friends, tell somebody you love them. It's important. <laughs> and not just in May. Don't, don't just, you know, in May when, when it's like mental awareness month, like, okay, now I want to check in on people. Now, now I want to take mental health seriously. Yeah, it it and, doesn't and, it doesn't just stop. Yeah, like it's not like mental health just goes away from June to April. <laughs> like depression's yeah. year round. That's why. That's why. Like it's June now. It it you know it's Pride Month. And don't get me wrong, we we respect Pride Month. We celebrate Pride Month here at Beyond Us. We support Pride Month, but Pride Month is just a month. That's just supposed to, like, be at the front. Pride shouldn't go away from July to May. Your support for those community members shouldn't go away. If your brother or your sister or your son or your daughter or your your best friend or your neighbor is a member of the LGBTQ plus community, you should be supporting them year-round, period. Don't just and say, oh, it's June, with, I support you this month, and then next month start bashing them again. Yeah, it's with, like, all awareness. Everything. Yeah. I, like, if you support it... Support it year-round. You don't need a month to support it. That's why That's why I never. I was never big on celebrating Mother's Day and Father's Day. You shouldn't need a one day to say, oh, yeah, I love my mom, I love my dad. You should love them all year and thank them all year. Because guess what? They're the reason you're fucking here. <laughs> like, yeah. You're welcome. But anyway, let's talk about well, something I mean, more fun. It, it, well, in terms of in, in terms of like Mother's Day and Father's Day, I think it goes into like the the idea of at least from my experience, it's like, oh, I'm gonna give them a break. Yeah. Like yeah. Hey, you don't have to be mom today. today. Yeah. You get to be That's what birthdays are for. You, mm, sometimes. Yeah, that's what birthdays are for. <laughs> that's what birthdays sometimes. are for. Let's talk about something more fun. <laughs> this is something I know you'll be happy about, Brett. Final Fantasy 16. Confirmed. Why would I be, why would I be happy about that? Really? Really? <laughs> Final Fantasy 16 confirmed for quarter two or quarter three of 23, uh, 2023. 
the first game in the main series since 2016. So, you and I know you're not a Final Fantasy fan. I'm not. I am. But you are, so that's why I wanted to bring it up. This game looks very pretty. It looks good. It looks very, 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 very visually pleasing. Um, so I've tried to not look too much into this game. Okay. I, I'm, I'm kind of, I kind of want the surprise. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Um, different than I've taken with most Final Fantasy games. But when it was initially announced, I had my concerns. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if those, those concerns are still valid, purely because I haven't looked at anything. Right. Um, but my initial concern was it looked like a lot of the assets used were were more repurposed than Final Fantasy games are used to, which is ta- it, it, it's saying something because Final Fantasy does repurpose their assets. Like they'll create a um, a creature or um, an idea in the world, and they will use it throughout other games, right. even though they're not connected. Sure, but. It seemed like um, in the initial showing of this game, like the like the test footage and stuff like that, um, and this was this was uh, two years ago when they showed this off. It looked like their online multiplayer game, like they just ripped out elements of that and just threw it into a game, almost like it was like a patchwork. Like, hey, oh, we didn't use some stuff here. We're just gonna toss it over into this game. Right. But none of it was like polished or anything. And that could just be because, you know, it was a alpha. Right. Alpha, like, like, a, you know, early alpha. Right. It, it, yeah. 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 So I don't know. I'm, I'm, ex- I'm still excited. I figured you would be. Final Fantasy game. Of course. It's, it's a, it's a main branch. Final right. Fantasy which game, there hasn't so. been since 2016. So <clears throat> it's been, it's been a hot minute. Yeah. So, I mean, that's exciting. I mean, not long ago we got Kingdom Hearts 4 confirmed. So that's also exciting. Which. So good. It looks interesting. It, oh my! It, it looks way better than Final Fantasy fans. <laughs> Dipping yeah. into our realm a little bit. I'm. I'm I don't think it'll stay it. there. Man, I don't think it will either. But I hope it does. I don't. I want it to be different. Great. Uh, if man, I wanted to play so something good. like that, I'd go play Final Fantasy. Uh, it looks so good. Uh, it's so. Oh. Mm. Looks beautiful, beautiful. I, love I don't it. think it'll stay there. I think it'll stay there for about half the game, but we'll see. We'll see. Sora looking like that, you gonna start getting fangirls. That's true. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Sora's mm. looking like a snack to somebody. <laughs> Kyrie who? Kyrie who? Oh my god. <laughs> uh, let's move on. Uh, Resident Evil Four remake confirmed. Looking pretty good. I, I haven't seen anything about it. Looks good. Yeah, looks clean. I mean, I mean, the, the remakes have been pretty clean so far. Yeah, so. it looks good. Um, now, do you do you think that's the direction that like makes sense? Like, do, are, are, how do you, how do you feel about them just remaking all their old games? Um, I mean, I get it because. I mean, let's see what RE4 came out on what? The two or the three PS2 or PS3? Two, I think. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Because RE5 came out in 09. 
Yeah, so it was, pro- it was so it had two. to be the two because yeah, yeah. So I mean, it makes sense to let these games come out on systems that could play them better. I don't know that they remake. They might remake five. I don't know that they need to remake five. Five was out late enough that like they got to play it on the three and it was fine. Plus five is most people's least favorite. I I think if they if they remake five, they need to make changes to. Yeah, because five was a lot of people's least favorite. The the, the mechanics like like were the, the controls they weren't like, great. Everything was really rough. Yeah. Um, and I it, don't it was, think they remake like, six. shouldn't but i i think at the point that they're remaking all of these six I came out pe- so late in the three's lifespan though i get it three came out a year before the four came out i think if they spread it out like put some significant time in between to where like we're we're well into the five by the time they come out with it I don't know. I just think Maybe. I don't know because I think this is this is their way of like trying to hold us off until they put out nine. Yeah, because the other thing is, is, I think that like I think the reason they're they're remaking all those old ones is to satisfy the fans that like that old play style because they're not going back to it. Right, because they, they they've switched. To they've this switched to that FPS, like horror, horror, horror mystery kind of style, yeah. and I think they're sticking with it going forward. I mean, I I think it's working for them. I think like, it I, is too, but I think I think loyalists don't want it, yeah. and I think that's why they're doing the remakes. I don't know. In in the new ones, I like how they've kept. They've kept a similar vein to the older games in terms of, like, the inventory system. Yeah. Um, the puzzles, stuff like that. They just kind of narrowed in on... I think they narrowed in on things that they, they actually enjoyed of, like, all the experimentation that they've done over the years. Right. With the Resident Evil series. It's like, okay, we now picked all the elements that we like... And we put those into our game. Now, like, I, I still haven't played. I still haven't played Village, so I don't know. I don't know enough about that one. It. I mean, it's, it's similar to what you already played. Like they, they play very. Well, I'm saying similar. like story wise. I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know where they went with it because the, that was the other thing was seven Biohazard. That was so different story wise from the first six. Yeah. Like the first six all kind of felt similar. I don't want to say the same, but similar. It was like they were in the same vein of goals, right. aspirations. Right. Like, okay, we, we clearly have a track, you know, and for the most part. They were going after Wexler, stuff like that. Right. And like they had like chapters missions that like you went through the game and like there wasn't a lot of backtracking um maybe maybe for like items 
maybe for like a collectible or something like that. But like, I mean, which which changed later when they went into like uh, five and six, where it was more. It was straight up linear. Yeah, linear. Straight up if linear. You miss, if you miss something, you missed it. But like six was literally or like or seven. I'm sorry, seven was literally a revolving <clears throat> map. Yeah, you literally went through the same map eight times. So, like, I don't know how 8 played. I haven't played that yet. But I would assume 9 is probably going to be in a similar vein to 7 and 8. Um, yeah, it it was, like, the same map, but it's, from what I remember, it was bigger. Right. And a lot, like, a lot more locations to access. And I think, um, like... get cut off at a certain point, so there was stuff that you could miss for a while. Right. And it, and it would be a long time before you could come back and get it. And if I remember correctly, um... Five and six, and I think even four. I, I don't remember four because it's been so long since I played four. But they all kind of drifted away from what two and three did, and then seven and uh, seven and eight went back to it, where there was one massive character roaming the map, following you the whole time. Yeah, which I think adds it adds a it adds a, lot a le- like the... a level to it in a sense because <clears throat> in two you had. Nemesis in three it, or no two was Mr. X three was Nemesis four or uh, I don't remember one in four five and six I know didn't have one seven was the the dad at the swamp I don't think there was a roamer in one in one I don't I don't think one didn't have one but... because it just couldn't one was too early of a game to have that kind of mechanic it was it, I mean yeah, but... one was a I mean, it had the... No, one didn't have one. No. No. I like the suspense factor it adds. One? Because... Or, the, although, or having that roamer. Yeah, having that roamer. Because although... It adds you pressure. Can, you, you you have all this time to like, oh, I need to... I can look at this puzzle. I right. can figure things out. I can loot. You have all this time, but with that that entity roaming around... Right. It adds, yeah, it adds that pressure where I can't just sit here... Twiddle my thumbs, take my time. For sure, I need I need to act because this person, this creature, is going to show up and beat my ass. Yeah. Um, with uh, with Mister X, it was literal. He, he was going to punch you. Yeah. Well, same like, thing with Nemesis. Oh yeah, Nemesis just punches. Nemesis you. Nemesis just beats the dog shit out of you. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so I think that's probably the direction they're going in, and so I think that's why they're doing these remakes. Because it's, you're getting the older game play style again on the newer consoles. I think that's what they're doing. But I don't know. Who knows? Um, now, how, how do you how do you feel about the idea of, because um, I've heard the argument where you put out these remakes for games so that people can actually learn the story because they've come to the understanding that people aren't going to go back and play the old games. Because like you, you have these games coming out and they want, they want the, you know, current generation to grow into this fan base, but they know, you know, uh, so I get that, it to an extent, they know but these people aren't going to go back and like, learn the games like I, I i know for a fact most people aren't going to go back and play the early final fantasy games no 
Like, but, like, that's the it, thing. Like, I get it. it to an extent, but at the same time, like, so Resident Evil is one of those games where it could go on forever. Mm-hmm. Just like Final Fantasy has gone on forever. Like, like Final Fantasy's on 16 now. Resident Evil could very easily go on until a 16. There's no reason it couldn't. Like, they're doing these remakes now, but are they going to do them again in 10 years? Like, you can't keep doing remakes of the same games. Right. At some point, you just have to say, look, if you want to know the lore, go fucking read it. Or go we'll play, play the, the old I mean, games. There, there's... Yeah, there's... There's emulators everywhere. So. Yeah. And uh, certain con- well, consoles are now doing the thing where you can go back and play older games. Right. And- there's a thousand and one ways to find out. If yeah. you're not willing to put in the work, you're not willing to put in the work. Like, but they can't keep remaking games because people are going to get tired of it. And then they're going to be wasting money. That's what I say. I get it. Um, but anywho, also in the world of video games... Did you see the new trailer for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet? No. No, not at all. I... What? It's got multiplayer. Open world multiplayer. I don't believe you. It does. I don't believe you. No, it, no but it does. <laughs> it does. Up to four people. Like, legit what we've been wanting for eons at this point. Like, you and me roll in with our Pokemon and we just, we decide whether or not we want to, you know, team battle and hunt, camp out, all the, like, play the show. Go to the gyms. I don't believe it. Go catch Pokemon. I will not believe it until I see it. Until I see, until I have it in my hands, <laughs> and I can walk up to you, high five, we each grab a Pokeball, and we're just like, let's go fuck up this world. It's going to happen. <laughs> it's four-player four multiplayer I free roam. I, I, I fucking refuse. Open I've world free teased, roam. I've been teased about shit like this before, and it's like, oh yeah, there's multiplayer, you're going to be able to play with your friends, you're going to be able to do all this, and then it comes out and it's just like, yo, this is not really what you said it was going to be. No, but like, but like, but it is this time. No, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to believe it. I'm not going to fall into that mindset, get this game, and be horribly disappointed. No, we're getting this game, and it comes out I mean, November I'm, 18th. I'm not saying I'm not going to get this game. I'm saying, and we're playing it together. No, you're going to believe me. (laughs) November 18th. So on November 19th, you know what we're playing? Pokemon Scarlet and or Violet. I don't know which one. I mean, we got to get both. (sighs) That's so expensive. One of us has to get. No, what I'm saying is, oh, I would get one. You would get the other. All right. Which one do you want? Scarlet or Violet? I don't know yet. All right. I mean, off the name, probably Violet. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so so here's the differences so far. Ready? Scarlet has a past theme. Violet has a future theme. Uh, they have different professors. And for whatever reason... Yeah! 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 Why? I don't know. But one's a one's a chick from the past and one's a dude from the future. And he's like 
chiseled and cl- and clean, sh- like got like a five o'clock shadow, and she's got fangs. The whole world's obsessed with it. I don't know. They're I don't don't ask me. I don't know. And then and then uh, the legendaries, uh, the one from the one legendary that's clearly like the Scarlet legendary. Now I'm sure they'll both be in both games, but like the Scarlet legendary uh, has like a tire on its chest. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? A tire. A wheel. Vroom vroom for a car. Uh, tire. Uh, it's very vehicle themed because the other one's got jets for legs, like jet thrusters for legs. But the one from Violet looks like a penis. So, uh, <laughs> if you'd like to look that up real quick, I'm not kidding. Uh, if you want to look up the Pokemon Scarlet and Violet legendary Pokemon real quick. Um, they, uh, it kind of looks like a dick with jet thrusters on the bottom. Uh, and the other one's got tire, a tire on its chest. Um. (laughs) Your face. (laughs) Your, your face. Uh, what? <laughs> um, and uh, I'm I'm so I'm a caveat this right now. This might be offensive. I don't know if it's offensive. Um, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Um, ah, fuck. I now I, now I can't remember the name of this thing. Um, I gotta look this up. All right. Well, while you do that, uh, I want you to know this whole trailer. It was like a three minute trailer talking about all this stuff. Four player multiplayer, open world, all kinds of stuff. Right. And you know what? The one thing everybody's most excited about. Hmm. The new Pokemon, LeChonk. It's just a little pig. It's like the Route 1, like, normal-type Pokemon. It's like the Rattata and the the, <laughs> the the Mighty Ina. It's LeChonk. It's a little normal-type pig. <laughs> and everyone's obsessed with him because a little chunky pig. LeChonk. Um, I'm going to name mine Squonk. Yeah! 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 Look him up. Tell me he's not a Squonk. Look up L-E... C H O N K Lechonk. Tell him he's tell me he's not a squonk. How does this how does this come up before legendary names? I don't get. It. Yo, it's a squonk. It's Squonky. That's his name, Squonky. But they even put the cry like the tears on his eyes. Yup. That is Squonky the Lechonk. Yup. Yup. How come most of these images are of him laying on his side? I don't know, man. <laughs> but everybody's obsessed with him. He's got more fan art than Pikachu does at this point. Yo. They really made Piglet, but with the sadness of Eeyore. That's crazy. Uh huh. But yeah, so I watched this trailer, and uh, it's four player multiplayer was teased. It said, like, how you can roam the world with up to four friends 
And then it had like three people waiting for you to run up and meet with them. And everybody was like waving at each other. And then each of the four of you had a Pokemon out with you. And it was the three starters and a Pikachu. Everybody had one Pokemon out with them just hanging out. And it was four different players all roaming the world because it's open world multiplayer. Brett. Now, do you run the story with like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think so. I don't see why you don't. I don't know. Dude, I, I I cannot. The way games have disappointed me, I, I just can't imagine them doing it right. I imagine them fucking it up. I imagine every time we get to a single bit of story, a gym, we we get kicked out of each other's lobbies, and we have to just handle everything on our own. I don't know. It would blow my mind if they did something successful, like maybe put us all in the fucking cutscene, because that's technology I've seen them do before. Not Pokemon. Not Pokemon. Game companies. Yeah. Um, the multiplayer... Uh, Pokemon has always incorporated multiplayer elements. Each generation brings new additions to the multiplayer. When it was first revealed, Game Freak confirmed... I don't care about any of that. Um, Alright. Uh, confirmed that Scarlet and Violet... Uh, would be the first true attempt at an open world game for the franchise where players can explore an open world where various towns with no borders blend seamlessly into the wilderness. The developers also noted players will be able to tackle the game's locations in any order without relying on items or story to unlock certain paths. The exact specifics of how that will work have yet to be shared. With that open world element fully incorporated and developers looking to take the game in a new direction in any ways... A new form of multiplayer is a big focus for Scarlet and Violet. Um, it isn't quite at the MMORPG level, but Scarlet and Violet do offer the most impressive multiplayer experience of any core Pokemon title. For the first time ever, players will be able to actively play a Pokemon game with up to three friends on the same server. Scarlet and Violet supports four-player online co-op. No details about offline multiplayer have been shared but it is unlikely that it will be used in any significant way if it'll appear at all. Um, it is a big departure from previous entries, which allowed players to connect to the internet and bring in uh, characters on their own console. Um, however, they were all NPCs simply using other player data. Uh, none of them moved in real time and only interacted Going forward, you'll be able to invite friends who will all be able to move and interact with their own things on their own paths and their own times. And each player will be able to interact with the same thing at the same time, all of you playing actively within the same world as if you were all real Pokemon trainers in a real Pokemon world. I wonder how that's going to work, like... For gym battles? I join you, what progress is happening in... See, that I don't know. Because we know games be fucking that up a lot. Mm -hmm. um, while we don't have any concrete details on what online features Scarlet and Violet will have outside of trading, battling, and multiplayer options, uh, we can deduce a little bit. A lot of the decisions so far uh, show locations like Pokemon Centers and Gyms. Um yeah, it, uh, it, it's hoping that more information will be shared soon. But the game comes out in November, so we'll find out more. But according to all indications, it's a true multiplayer game, Brett. 
Look, even if it's not exactly what we want, it's way closer than anything we've ever had. I I mean, it it tells me that they're making steps at at a bare minimum, right? I would say strides. I would say strides versus steps, personally. What's up with these starters, though? Oh, don't get me started on the starters. Do not get me started on Flaycoco. Do not get me started on the Charmander dinosaur. We're not doing this today, Brett. Uh, derp at a hundred. Yes. Um, <clears throat> the Velociderper. Wow. Derpasaurus Rex. Oh man. All right. So what you got? You got something to talk about? Um. Uh, so I actually have a, I have a riddle for you. Okay. Um. Now, and. And members of the audience might have might have heard this. It's it's something that's gone around like TikTok and stuff like that. But uh, the the thing about this riddle is when it was presented to Harvard students, ninety eight percent of them got it wrong. When it was presented to kindergartners, eighty three percent got it right. Damn. Yes. Okay. So, would you like to hear the riddle? Yeah, hit me, hit me. <clears throat> I turn polar bears white, uh-huh. and I will make you cry. I make guys have to pee, and girls comb their hair. I make celebrities look stupid, and normal people look like celebrities. I turn pancakes brown, and make your champagne bubble. If you squeeze me, I'll pop. But if you look at me, you'll pop. Can you guess the riddle? Say that all again. <laughs> Hold on. Say it again. <laughs> all right. Here we go. All right. All right. I'm, I'm listening. I turn polar bears white. Okay. And I will make you cry. I make guys have to pee and girls comb their hair. I make celebrities look stupid, and normal people look like celebrities. I turn pancakes brown and make your champagne bubble. If you squeeze me, I'll pop. But if you look at me, you'll pop. Can you guess the riddle? Um... Polar bear's white... I'm so lost. I'm trying to. I'm trying to keep up with. There's so much. There's so much. All right, hold on. I turn. There's a lot. There's a lot to this riddle. All right, I yeah. turn polar bears white. I'm trying to remember each part. I turn something about turning polar bears white, making guys have to pee. I'll, I'll, I'll make you cry. Make you cry. Guys have to pee. Girls Gr- comb their girls hair. Girls comb their hair. Celebrities look stupid. Normal people look like celebrities. Pancakes brown. Champagne bubble. If you squeeze it, pop. Look at it. Pop. It's the last two that are fucking me up. Cause I had something for the first parts, but that those last two are fucking me up. <laughs> I had something up and. <sighs> Hold on. 
I don't know. Um, it's those last two that are really fucking me up. I, I will say, I got this wrong. I had something, but the I make polar bears white. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I make you cry. You're not going to like the answer. And dead air. I'm trying, man. <laughs> I'm trying. It's tough. Um, I have an answer for some of them, but not for others. So I don't know. I'll, get, I'll get, get, give your answer. Uh, so for some of them, the answer would like, the only answer that I have in common for some of them is time. Time. Because time would make polar bears white. Time would make mm-hmm. pancakes brown. Time would make champagne bubble. Time would make celebrities look stupid. Yeah. yeah. A lot of times they just do that to themselves. Yeah, <laughs> but like, <laughs> but it doesn't make any sense for the other ones. <clears throat> I don't know. You can go with time. Okay. I'll go with time. Sure. Um, the answer to everything I said. 42. Is no. What? No. What? The answer is no. Go fuck yourself. We're moving on. <laughs> <laughs> what? So, okay. So... At the end of everything I said, I said, can you guess the riddle? The reason 98% of Harvard students got it wrong is because they tried to figure out what everything else was in the riddle. They didn't pay attention to the crucial part of the very last line. Can you guess the riddle? No, you can't guess the riddle. Okay, that's so dumb. It is dumb. But that's why 83% of kindergartners got it, because they didn't know. That's so they dumb. They said no. That's they so can't dumb. do it. It's so stupid. That's so dumb. I hate that. <sighs> Go to hell. So the the only reason I, I grabbed it, besides it being dumb, and it's, it's something dumb to say, I've, I hear all the time, and I, I see it, and why... Does it seem like there is a large case of just overthinking nowadays? Now, maybe it's always been a thing and it was just never talked about. But almost every, like, like you, you hear it all the time. Like, people are overthinkers. Constantly overthinking. I don't know, because you kind of have to be. Like, everything's kind of just complicated now. Is it complicated now, or has it always been complicated? No, it's def- things have definitely gotten more complicated lately. Yeah? Yeah, definitely. Is it because we understand more? No, it's because... That raises more questions? No, it's because we're dumber. We're dumber now than we were before. Yes, because we, because we, we make shit up. Think about how many... Like, this was a conversation that we had with, that I had with Quinn the other day. And 
we never actually came to an agreement on it, but part of it, part of it, my point still stands in my opinion. People are always changing the definition of shit. How the fuck are we ever going to learn what the fuck we're trying to figure out if people keep changing the fucking definition of things? So I understand what you're saying, but do you think that actually like goes into the overthinkers? Like like when when I'm talking about an overthinker, I'm talking about somebody that like sits there and constantly goes over a situation. Yes. Like I almost think it's in this in, in a similar realm of like anxiety. I well I think that I think that's part of it too. But I think that I think overthinkers suffer from the fact that people are constantly changing what they have to think about. So I'll give you an example. Mm-hmm. We've talked about the fact that I'm a streamer on Twitch. I, uh, shameless plug. Yes. yes shameless plug. Um, several months ago, I was told, Hey Pip, you should put the LGBT, uh, tag in your channel because you're an ally to the community and i'm like okay cool about two three maybe maybe three weeks ago i saw a tweet on twitter of somebody saying that if they rated somebody that had the lgbt tag on their stream and then they found out that that person wasn't a member of the community they were actually just an ally that they would restart their stream, bring their community back to their channel, and raid someone else because they had been lied to. Because they weren't an ally. To which I then, I was like, well, I was told to use this tag by someone in that community. Now, granted, there's an ally tag now. Here's the other problem, though. That conversation then led to, I asked that person, hey, what am I supposed to do? And they're like, well, there's an ally tag now that you can use. All right. Well, I didn't know that. Now I know. But then that person told me, but this person shouldn't have freaked out because the A in LGBTQIA stands for ally. And I was like, really? I thought it stood for asexual. And they're like, no, it stands for ally. But then other people have told me, no, it stands for asexual. So let me ask you this, Brett. If the people in the community can't fucking agree on what the letter's for, how the fuck am I supposed to know? That's a genuine yeah, question. No. Yeah, yeah. Like, and something because I I'm an ally, but if it. they're if they're fucking arguing over what their letters stand for, how the fuck am I supposed to figure it out? And I mean, if you you can't presume, no, because then I'm a bad guy. I'm just trying yeah. to help. I just want to be an ally. I want to make people feel better about who they are and feel safe enough to be who they are in my community. And I can't do that if I'm not given the right information. So then I have to overthink it and ask myself, am I doing the right thing? Am I doing the wrong thing? I got to ask more questions. I'm overthinking things because other people can't agree on the right answer. Yeah. And, and for the record, it's not, it's not like a judgment thing. It's not like a, no, like trying to, trying to change anything. You just want I to just make want, sure that what I want to know what I'm saying is right. It's correct. Yeah. Because I'm not a member of the LGBT community. I don't have the place to be giving out information, especially false information. Right. So all I want to do is make sure that any information I do give out is correct. 
And so I ask questions and then I get different answers from people in the community. That's my point on what I was saying, where if people are overthinking things, it's because they can't get the same answer from anybody. What are they supposed to do but overthink it? So I, I was I was kind of thinking in the vein of like you, you said you said you don't want to be spreading fake news. Right. That is spread so much so nowadays. quickly. Exactly. It, it's it's presented to everybody instantaneously. Right. You have so many things that you have to look at and ponder and figure out what am I looking at that's true. Right. And that's why I was saying I think and, it's and, worse and now that, than it was before. And that that goes into I mean that goes into information such as like how you should just be feeling about yourself, about the daily things that you do. I mean, think about what, what people do a lot of times. They'll Google, like, is this right? Right. Am I supposed to do something like this? And then when you get a list of responses that are conflicting and different, well, now now you're conflicted on right. how you should feel about a situation, how you're supposed to look at things, well, how and you're like, supposed to... I don't- handle things i don't know how to say this any nicer than i'm going to so i'm just gonna say it like a dickhead hey people stop trusting reddit with medical advice yeah you probably shouldn't do that that doesn't sound smart they're not professionals they don't know what they're talking about i mean you you even like like doctors hate it when you know people are going online and looking at legit medical sites. My favorite to thing to themselves. watch on, on YouTube sometimes, every once in a while, I love watching a video where it's just a doctor watching other people like talk about medical things and them just go, no, this is so dumb. Why are you doing this? This is horrible. It's so <laughs> I've great. I've seen a lot of, yeah, I've seen a lot of TikToks like yeah, that. Where I it's love just, it. Like, like, People are making their channels of just like watching people just do dumb things. It's like, hey guys, don't do don't that. do that. That's not okay. <laughs> like, fuck, man, I need to start doing that. Like, don't do this. <laughs> it's stupid. Like, well, the problem is you don't have the credentials to do. That's that. true. That's true. Yeah, you start you start doing that. You're gonna be the guy in the corner of the video that the guy's just like, hey, don't listen to this. Fuck. Well, hey, I'm a plague. <laughs> I'm a plague doctor. Yeah. And no one wants the plague from you. So Well, I stop no people from getting it. Ah, do you? Yeah. I've never given anybody the plague. Then you know of. That's true. Let's then move you on. Know of. <laughs> from <laughs> from Daniel's misgiving. Let's move on. <laughs> uh I don't want to delve too deeply in it, but we do need to address it. The Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial has finally come to an end. Johnny Depp won. I just, yep. Thank you. It's, um, it's over. I'm glad it's over. I'm glad Johnny won. Yes. Um, I think by the end of it, Johnny walked away with like eight, eight million and change something like that. Yeah. When you counted the the difference in the winnings and shit like that. The case was 15 million. And then it got reduced to 10 and she won two. Yeah. It got reduced to 10, and she won two, so he walked away with, like, eight. But the bigger thing is, he walked away with the dub. Yeah. And then, I don't know if you heard yeah, this, she, but a Disney executive already said that they think that there's a good chance he'll come back to Pirates of the Caribbean. Here's here's the thing. Fuck those guys. Right. Like... This man got screwed in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. 
and then now that he like publicly won this case, it's just uh, I don't know, man. Oh yeah. Here's my thing. If Amber Heard doesn't lose all of her projects, I'm going to be fucking in sh- I'm just shocked. I don't know. I mean, it's like, but whatever. But apparently now her yeah, team's looking to uh, to pursue a retrial. Um, For the grounds of what? Um, I can't remember. I don't know. Shenanigans. Like, how do you go into a trial with fabricated photos and are just like, you know what? I think the other side messed up. <laughs> I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, if, if anyone was wondering our opinions as, as little as they matter, my opinion, um, I, I, I think most of the trial was absolute garbage. Most, most. And, and and I, I mean that from well, the both sense sides. of, I, I mean, I mean, for the most part from, from like what I was seeing, which I mean, what I was seeing could have been geared in yeah. Johnny Depp's favor. Yeah. I mean, most people were, you know, agreed that like they, they allied with him. Yeah. Um, just the, the legal side for Amber Heard, just her lawyers were just hor- idiots, horribly incompetent. Yeah. Just Purely, the incompetence was like, insane. They, yeah. Had, it was almost like they had no idea. Like they, they weren't were real lawyers, it felt like. No, no, absolutely. Like I, I I didn't I didn't I didn't understand. But Johnny Depp's one lawyer, I can't think of her name right now, but uh Camille Camille, whatever her name is. Yo, she was she was a killer. She, whoa. she was going for the judges. She, she didn't play no games. Whoa. Oh man, that, she was like, there, there was that there was that point she was she was going like in on Amber Heard. She was like, ripping. Ripping. Did you donate this money to charity? Well, I, I pledged it. That's I, not what I asked. I pledged it. That's not what I asked. I asked, did you donate it? I was Listen like, to my words. Oh. I was like, "Oh. I feel, I feel oh. it, this is how a trial's supposed to go, right? Like this is what I remember." Yeah. Seeing like this is how it's like the interactions Yeah, this shit was not, yeah, she got not uh, hearsay. Yeah, yeah. Hearsay. Hearsay. Yeah. Speculation. Uh, sir, can I an- like? Can I answer the question? <laughs> um. Oh my god! It was. It's. A, it was a dumpster fire to watch. It was for sure, and <clears throat> did not need to be as public as it was. Shall we or answer some? Maybe Twitter it did. Questions? Maybe it did. I don't know. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Let's. Uh. Let's answer. We got three this week. Does one of them have to deal with a horse? No. Okay. And none of that—that that was completely random. I none was... of them are from Amber. <laughs> oh, okay. I get it. She doesn't love something. Nope. <laughs> Moving on. All right. So, first question from Murphy's Lawless at Beyond Us ENT. There's a button in front of you. You have the choice between pushing the button or not. One choice results in nothing. One results in a hundred thousand dollars. There is no consequence either way. Do you push the button or no? So I took I took this as it's a 50-50 either way. So like you could win the 100,000 by pushing it or not pushing it. You could have nothing happen by pushing it or not pushing it. Do you push the button or do you walk away from the button? Which one do you think wins you the 100,000? So 
So, so you're going into this. You have this button. And, and a, I guess a door on the other side. Is the button the one that has the 100,000 or the door? That's kind of how I'm taking this. Um, I mean, with the way most tests go, I would assume you, the, the idea is about restraint. And I would not press the button. See, I would press the button. Get, I would press the button. Like, in my mind, like, it, it's a test of, like, willpower and restraint to not press the right. button. See, in my mind, that is the thought process, and it was a trick. It was a trick, yeah. So I mean, It's a 50-50 either way, so it doesn't really yeah, matter. You just, you just make a choice. All right. I mean, if we're both there, it's like, one of right, us hey, is winning. this, you do that. And we yeah. both get 50K, <laughs> right. All right, so Murphy's Lawless's other question, also an interesting one. This one a bit more interesting, but I think also a very quick to answer, in my opinion. Um, at Beyond Us ENT, I saw this question on TikTok. Who would win? A billion lions. It's a lot of fucking lions. Or, yes, or, yes or one of every Pokemon. It's gotta be the Pokemon. It's, it's, it has to be the Pokemon. It's gotta be the fucking Pokemon. Absolutely. I, I mean, get that there's only like, like 900 of them. I get that. But some of them are a fucking problem. I mean... Some of them are gods. Like, 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 like legit gods. Right. Like they can just, like, just done. they're all gone. Like, yeah. Like, like I think a billion lions versus Mewtwo, Zapdos, Articuno, Moltres, and Lugia. That's a wash. Yeah. Yeah. Not even counting just the mundane Pokemon that exist that have fucking superpowers. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, a flame, a flamethrower that wipes out a I'm thousand. Gonna, I'm going to be honest with quick. you. Part of me really just wants to watch like 10 lions just go hand to hand with a Machamp with four arms. Just the bam, the bam, just fucking flinging them everywhere. <laughs> just... All right. All right. So that'd be um... fucking hysterical. Although poor Magikarp. <laughs> okay, so so Arcanine, right? Arcanine. Oh, Arcanine. How many lines? How many lines does it take to take down Arcanine? <sighs> I don't know. Five thousand. Potentially, I will say those lines better be female. <laughs> them the hunters. Them the hunters. Them yeah. The, them the true killers. Yeah, you ain't kidding. You want the female lions? You ain't kidding. You want a lion? Yeah, you want you want a pack of lionesses? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, but like real talk, like like that poor Magikarp, he gets washed. Oddish. All the grass types are in for a rough day. Yo, I'm I'm gonna be real. Eventually, they'll be in for a rough day. I I think. I mean, Magikarp ain't doing shit. Bro, watch Magikarp slap the fuck out of life. Splash! <laughs> splash! Just, just splash. Metapod ain't doing grass. shit. <laughs> Metapod and Kakuna, they chipping a tooth. Yo, yo Metapod's just gonna sit there Onyx, and distract Yo, Onyx fucking care. up some lion's days, bro. Steelix? Bro, Steelix? <laughs> Steelix? <laughs> Caesar? Oh, man. Scyther? Bro, mm. it's not even fair. You're tripping. 
Yo, real talk, you could ask this question as I saw a, TikTok, a question on TikTok, a billion lions versus one of every Gen 1 Pokemon, and the answer is still Pokemon. Yeah, it's still Pokemon, bro. It's not even close. Mm-mm. Honestly, Mm-mm. honestly, honestly, if it was just Charizard, Blastoise, and fucking Venusaur, I still might take I, the I, Pokemon. I think- <laughs> like... I might. I might. I mean, numbers are compelling. Yeah, but Charizard can fly. Charizard can fly. That's the thing. Yeah, Charizard can fly. You have and the if rest any, of the distraction. And if anything gets close, Blastoise is just going in his shell and Hydra pumping everything. Venusaur's getting fucked up. <laughs> Venusaur has the the roughest time, but I think I think Venusaur is like the vanguard. Venusaur like holds. Oh, the, he holds the, the line for a line. while, but eventually yeah. his shit's getting wrong. That's a lot of lions. That's a lot, bro. I, I don't know, man. I mean, if you think about it, like a, a, a hyper beam into a pack of lions. Oh no, no, no! But he can only do so many hyper beams. That's uh, no. I get it. I get it. I oh, get he it. taking out several thousand. <laughs> yeah, several I mean, thousand. Yeah. Now, if if the three are working together, oh, it's ugly. I don't. I don't th- yeah, I don't think they get touched. I mean, I think the Venusaur still gets fucked up. It might not get Maybe. KO'd, but it gets fucked up. It's the only one that takes damage. Yeah. Yeah. It's fleshy and it's on the ground. Blastoise goes in a shell and just water guns everything all day. Just just a spinning top going around. It's like a fucking Beyblade. It's not fucking playing this game. And Charizard ain't getting touched. Every once in a while, he swoops down for a steel wing. Oh. Yeah. It's not even close. Now, if it was the three starters, I'd take the Lions. Yeah. If it was Charmander, Squirtle, and Bulbasaur against a billion Lions, I'd take the Lions. But against every Pokemon? Fuck no. It's not even close. And you just do a type. You do a type of Pokemon. Let's say, let's say against all the grass type Pokemon. The grass types slaughter. Grass type, yeah. All those fucking sleep spores and poison powders and bro, vine uh, whips, razor leaves. Uh, it's just a deadly toxic feel. It's <laughs> disgusting. Honestly, your best bet would be against the fucking water types. Yeah, because they they like because half of them you're in a grassy. Yeah, because you're half of them, you wouldn't have a wouldn't be a threat. Mm -hmm. They'd be flopping around because they're mostly fish. Your your best bet would be to change lions to tigers and put them in a jungle against water Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You still lose. Best bet. You still probably you still lose because there's a Gyarados (laughs) out there somewhere. Oh man, that's. Knock down all the trees. You ain't got no cover. There's a Gyarados and a Kyogre out there somewhere. You still lose. (laughs) Shit. Last of it, still be fucking your day up. Anyway. He'd use the the trees like a pinball machine. It's a fun question. (laughs) And if anybody watches this that's an animator, I would very much like to watch you animate a billion lions versus every Pokemon. Please. I'd love to watch that. That'd be interesting to see. Um, Um... Actually, it might get it might get boring after a while. <laughs> no, because it's only gonna be a four minute video. 
Well, how how many times can you just show a lion being slaughtered before it's just like a billion? <laughs> what are you saying like a billion at a certain at a certain point, it's just like well. To be fair, you only one. have to watch it a thousand times because they're gonna go a fucking hundred hundred thousand at a time. Um, <laughs> Lugia, use solar beam. <laughs> oh my god, just. <laughs> It's like watching Superman against all the doomsdays. <laughs> anyway, all right, we got one more question from Eternal. Um, so this question kind of got a little complicated, so I had to get some clarity, and then the clarity didn't really help, but we'll figure it out together. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. I've had some questions on my mind involving hidden secrets recently. (laughs) (coughs) I'm sorry. Caught me off guard. Um, What? I've had some questions on my mind involving hidden secrets recently. How'd you find them? (laughs) They weren't that well hidden. (laughs) Now, here's where the question gets complicated, Brett. Oh, now it gets complicated. For those of you with a military history or background. Man. It's going to be a short answer. So so unfortunate. What is one thing that stood out to you at first that isn't really talked about or well-known by others? Hang on. I'll also extend this question based on region. Based on your traveling around, what's one thing you realized is specific to your home area that isn't common elsewhere? So then I responded, asking for elaboration. Are you referring to specifically within the military, or are you asking the military people because they've moved more often, and just asking in regards to local and regional things that differ in general? Further explanation will help us answer your question better. My 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 response question makes sense, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's get to which we got. Well, it'll be interesting to specify both. Military guys, what have you noticed in your travels? And also, in general and not military, any one of you who traveled around and has uh, had things stand out as unusual, what were those things? So, I'm not really sure what the question is here. Um, I I get I, what do, what does that have to do with like hidden secrets? <laughs> I think it's more right, just like right, like things that people don't realize about like locations and stuff like like something like from your hometown that like no one talks about. Okay, I I, I think I think I have something that can answer. Okay, part of this question. Okay, okay. So, not just being in the military, just just from traveling, I've I've driven across most of the United States, mm-hmm. right. You will notice, if you ever do this, that most of the United States looks the same. Yep. You can be driving on a bit of road in, let's say, Maryland, and all, and you will get reminiscences and flashes to driving on a road in Arizona or California. Like, most locations look relatively the same. Mm-hmm. Like you're you're gonna you're gonna see the 
it will almost be like taking the same picture, driving trees on either side of you, four-lane road, and you won't see a difference. Besides the fact that you know you're in a different state. You know you're in a different location. Maybe the season's different, but that's about it. A lot of things are actually a lot more similar than people realize. Um... On a similar but actually completely opposite note, some people don't really talk about the fact that some things are so fucking different depending on where you are, but they're the same thing. Like, the word we use to describe something, like yeah. like a shopping cart. You can go to a different state and it's called buggy. a buggy. Mm-hmm. Or a, was, was just weird. a paper bag <laughs> at a grocery store. In Tennessee, it's called a poke. Or uh, if you want a soda, depending on where you are, you want a soda or you want a pop or you want a Coke. Like, things like that. Like, you could ask for something and people think you're weird because you're saying it from a different regional spectrum. Mm -hmm. Like, that kind of thing. Um, I don't know. Like, the thing is, you know, (sighs) I've done a lot of traveling, but... (sighs) People don't realize a lot of stuff's the same. Um, so if you're if you're looking for something military specific, um, something you'll notice with a lot of military members is it will be very will be much more difficult to di- to find their dialect. Yeah, ac- like their accent stuff like that. Yeah, because. You you actually enter the mixing pot everyone talks about in the military. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the in the United States, like you actually enter that where you are surrounded by people from different cultures, different walks of life, different areas, and a lot of times you can't help but pick stuff like that up. Like you might be from the north, and certain things you say might come off with a southern accent because one of your best friends in the military is from the deep south. Yeah. Like like stuff like that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> um I've had a lot of people talk to me and they're like, I have no idea where you're from. And it's because well I'm I'm I've been from everywhere. All over the country. Right. Yeah. Like I don't have just one specific accent. Certain things I say are like, Oh, oh, you're you're definitely from like Wisconsin, right? And then other things I say like, um, are you from like Texas or it's because I've been to those places and um, but like hidden secrets, um, I don't know. I don't really think like, I can't really think of anything like that. Um, yeah, I can't think of anything that's like too hidden. That's like, I mean, the internet exists. Like right. there's not a lot that's just hidden. Right. Um, no, I mean, honestly, like, it's not that kind of world, like. No. So, nope. I mean, sorry, that's all we got for you on that one. Yeah. Like. It's not a secret society. No. In fact, almost every aspect of my life as a military member is public knowledge. Yeah. Yep. So. And almost every aspect of my life as a streamer is public knowledge, so. Yeah. Like. The only kinds of secrets we have are personal. Like sometimes. And even then, yeah. 
Um, so, uh, something else I wanted to talk about just happened, uh, two days ago. Um, I am, uh, I've never hidden this. I'm, I'm still a pretty big wrestling fan. Uh, and the other night on Wednesday night, AW Dynamite, a wrestler by the name of, uh, MJF, he, uh, he cut a promo. That was probably the greatest promo I've ever seen in my entire life. So it, it wasn't the Triple H talking to Booker T? No, no, not the super racist promo, no. Um, but I just wanted to shout that out. If you are a wrestling fan or have ever been a wrestling fan, uh, I highly encourage you to look up MJF's Pipe Bomb promo and just spend eight minutes watching arguably the greatest wrestling promo ever done. It is phenomenal. That's all. I just wanted to say that. It was genuinely... I haven't watched a promo this good in years. And, uh... Yeah. I mean, speak, speaking of things that we enjoy, uh, Falling in Reverse is putting out music again. Yup. Yup. And it's good. It's good. Yeah, I'm. I'm looking forward to them putting out a new album. Speaking of people putting out albums, do we think Eminem's going to drop an album this year? Um, he dropped one two years ago. He dropped one two years before that. Do we think we get another one on the same the same trajectory and get one this year? Because it's about that time if it's going to happen. I'm gonna say no. I'm also gonna say no. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't think. I don't think we're gonna get an album from Eminem anytime soon. We might. We might get a song or two. I think we get an album next year. Um, I'm looking forward to NF dropping an album. Is there any word on when that's happening? I don't know, but I mean, his last album was just it, that was it, the it shirt, was like right? a placeholder. Yeah, and it was supposed to be like a search like was to good. hold us over. The search it was, was really good. good. And the way he was talking about it, he's like, Yeah, I just wanted to throw this out here to because, you know. The search was good. <sighs> Dude, it was such a good album. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. If anyone has not listened to that, you it should. Is, it is amazing. Mm-hmm. Both from a lyrical standpoint and a composition standpoint. It is a fantastic album. Mm-hmm. I can't think of a single song on that album that is not enjoyable to listen to. I can think of songs on the album that I won't go out of my way to listen to. I can't think of any that I would have come up and then I'd be like, oh no, fuck this song. Yeah, don't listen to the song. Yeah. Like I can't think I can I mean, think I, of some that I wouldn't go out of my way to listen to. I can't think I of can any I would out outright skip. Like when that dropped, I was listening to that bitch on repeat, mm-hmm. just the entire album. Mm-hmm. It it was my workout album, which, if you listen to the context of a lot of the songs, it doesn't make sense. But the way he composes his music, there's like this this air of hype that comes from even like a depressing song that you're just like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna get this. 
I was doing sprints listening to that thing. Um, Great album. Best track on that album? Leave Me Alone? Mm. No, I don't, I don't think, I don't think for me it's Leave Me Alone. Leave Me Alone. Um, pull it up real quick. Because I, I don't want to, like, miss one. I mean, it might be The Search. It might be The Search was... Oh, it was so good. It might be The Search. I really like Leave Me Alone, but it might be The Search. It also could be Time. Um, By the way, The, the Search was not... His, for, for anyone listening, The Search was not the last album he dropped. That was Clouds. Oh. Which also... Fire. And I forgot about tape. that. It was the mixtape. I forgot yeah, about that's, that. That's what I meant when I was talking about the placeholder. I forgot about that. I forgot about the, the cloud mixtape. Yeah. yeah, I forgot about that. But, oh, dude, it was... That was the one with uh, Hobson and Tech Nine, shit. right? Yeah, yeah, shit went hard. Yeah, that shit was saucy. Um, but in terms of album... It's gotta be a search. It's gotta be. Oh, the search is so good. It's gotta be. Um, oh, there's so many good songs on this album. <sighs> part of me, part of me wants to say no excuses because it resonates with me. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and that, that's what I think is going to be the kicker about this one. In terms of composition, I'd say it's either, um, the search, uh, Probably the search or time. Yeah, I'd say it's either the search or time. Or based leave me alone. Based off of composition. Or leave, yeah. Search, time, or leave me alone based off of composition. Um, when I Grow like Up was also one, really good. Damn. Damn, it, dude. It's, it's like I'm sitting here trying to compare Eminem songs, man. Like, I don't know. <laughs> and why? Bottom line. Why it was really good. Oh, why it was really good. Anyway. Anyway. Anyway, anyway, hate myself. Hit you, hit you somewhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Shit, man. Anywho, I might go listen to that after this. I might too. Actually, you know what? I think I know what we're doing after this. What? Unless you have plans. Do you have plans after 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 we record? I'm this? not sure. I have not to. Sure? I have to check. Okay. Well, then I'm I'm taking over your plans. We're gonna go play um some Far Cry. Well, before we do that, I want to show you that MJF promo that I was just talking about. Okay, yeah, that works too. But yeah, we've we uh we've been playing Far Cry recently. Yeah, um, it's actually been pretty fun. I mean, we're, Far Cry we're, Six. We're, we're a little late. We're a little late a little to bit. playing it. Only like six months. But I was never big into the Far Cry franchise. So I like, played. It, was, it, I it played, never um, it never like interested me initially. I played New Dawn, and it was fine. And I played five, and it was fine. Um, but I wasn't big into yeah, it either. I, yeah, I don't know. It was just one of those games that like just missed me. Yeah, I guess mm-hmm. like like I I didn't start, so I never I never picked it up. Right until I mean, obviously we started playing the newest one. Um, Far Cry was like that for me, and Mass Effect was like that for me. I never got into Mass Effect. 
like Mass Effect. I mean, as as you know, and as a lot of people know, huge fucking yeah. game. Oh yeah, like, um, like a staple in the gaming community. But it was just never like it, it just missed. Oh yeah, me. one of my friends V. I don't know. She fucking loves that game. I've seen her play. Uh, I think Andromeda, like a yeah. shit ton. She fucking loves that game, and like <laughs> I have no hate for it. But I feel bad because, like, she loves it. And I'm like, I've never fucking played it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, part of me thinks I need to go play a Mass Effect game. Right, but then point. part of me also feels like it's too but late. It's too late. I, I don't. That's how I feel with Final I don't, Fantasy. I don't, I don't have. I don't have the time. Oh, that's, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> it's, I'm too um, far behind. The, the thing, There's been the thing 74 say, Final here's Fantasy the, here's games. The <laughs> here's the thing I would say about Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy is one of those games that you can, in fact, pick up and play. No, and the reason you can do because they're not connected. I know they're not. I connected. don't care. You you don't have to know anything, but you about anything. But you have to the, the like old, you have to be in love with the lore. Not necessarily. Like I mean, you don't you don't like fall in love with the lore until you play the game. Like you can you could go and you could play the newest game. Right, the ne- this next one that comes out, you go and play it. And the lore you're gonna fall in love with is the lore of that. Game. I played the last game. You, you you played. You did not play a main title Final Fantasy. Thank God, because I only played it for 14 minutes because it was fucking boring. Now, what you played was a side branch. It it was a game not meant for its story. That was a game designed for people that, like like literally what you were talking about, the people that just love like the small intricacies of Final Fantasy. Uh huh. That was for them. That was for me and Quinn. Yeah. It was not for someone like yeah. you. That is not a game. I don't know why I was asked had- so much to get it. Because of gameplay, it, it was it was like it was fun gameplay. That was it, yeah. and you didn't have fun playing the game, so like that was unfortunate. Like I was asked so much that to get is, this game, and it's a game for the diehard fans. It, yeah. Um. On, honestly, in terms of the initial thought, we thought like just like combat was gonna keep you into it because we knew we knew there wasn't gonna be like shit for story, like there. There is no real story with that game. Like it's, it wasn't designed that way. Although I don't necessarily agree that it should have been designed that way. That's not up for me. Like, right. I, I personally think they should have added like something. <laughs> so it's based off the original Final Fantasy, like like Final Fantasy One. Like that's that's where right. it takes place. Right. And I I figured it would have been a great opportunity to like give people that have never really experienced that like a bunch of like good detailed lore into the origin of final fantasy but i i don't know i don't know i i didn't make the game i enjoyed the combat the combat was fun a lot of weapons to play with um i thought that was cool um and it kind of makes me excited for the potential in other games right but uh yeah, this this next main branch title, you could pick up and play and just delve into that. Don't think about the other Final Fantasies. Just play that game. 
it like now if you if you were to go play like let's say Final Fantasy 7 I don't know. I might not necessarily recommend that until you've played a Final Fantasy game and you're like, "Okay, I like this." You play another one, and you're like, "Okay, I like this one too." And you get that separation in your mind that everything's different. Then maybe you can go back and play the other ones and see how it used to be. But uh I don't think I don't think I personally would be like, "Hey, go go play one of these old Final Fantasy games." Uh, maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah. Not for everybody. No. Not for me. I, I I honestly think this this next one is something that you could pick up, play, you could stream it, and you would enjoy it. Uh, I don't know. I don't think it's my type of game. Don't know until you try. Uh. But I do feel like we should we should. We should kind of take a look at some of the games that we we kind of missed, maybe at some point, and be like, let's play it. Let's see. Let's see what it was about. You know, try to take ourselves out of like the current idea of a video game and just go back. Like, hey, how would I have felt about about this back when this came oh out? God, like what? I mean, Mass Effect for one of them. Oh, uh, it's too late. <laughs> I think we should give it a shot. I don't. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Oh, PUBG. Um, PUBG. <laughs> you want to go play PUBG? Fuck no. Let's run it, homie. Hell Let's no. Hell no. Let's go play with some PUBG. I got enough battle Let's royales in my life. Bro, I I already know I already know all the all the ins and outs of it. I I've I've seen so many videos. Yeah. They're they're meme videos, but I, I I'm sure that tells me everything I need to know. I'm not playing PUBG, homie. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I got enough battle royales in my life. All right. Well, since we've jumped to the topic of battle royales, I think that means we're out of topics. And um, I'm inclined to agree. Yeah, this has gone beyond our time, and we've been beyond us. Thank you for joining us, and I hope you join us next time. Bye. Bye. Don't use squonk as a verb. Ever, ever again! <laughs>